What's up, all of you, Ugnots and Jawas, and welcome into this Star Wars Podcasting Day 2024 edition of Mando Talk. On this episode, I'm going to be sharing my breakdown of the Bad Batch Season 3 trailer that dropped a few weeks ago. Can't wait to talk about this with you guys on this celebratory podcast. So without further ado, let's get into it. This is the way. Welcome in to Mando Talk. I'm your host, Caleb Keller. If you are new here, because Star Wars Podcast Day might bring in some new listeners for sure. If you are new here, this is your place for a laid-back, casual fan experience regarding all Star Wars content, new Star Wars content that drops on the big screen or drops on Disney+. Plus. So be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you are on, whether that be podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all of them, make sure you hit that button. I would greatly appreciate it if you want to continue to have some fun with me. So you may be asking too, potentially, what exactly is Star Wars Podcast Day? Well, Star Wars Podcast Day is the day in which we celebrate the very first Star Wars podcast called Jedi Talk, which premiered on this day in 1999. And this is, in fact, the 25th anniversary of of that very first Star Wars podcast then. So we definitely want to give a shout out to Jedi Talk, the ones that kind of introduced this idea into the podcasting space 25 years ago at this point. So thank you very much to all of them. Thank you very much to all of you. If you're especially if you're a podcast Star Wars creator, thank you to you as well. This is celebratory. I'm not one of those that's like trying to beat other Star Wars podcasts. We are all one big family trying to express our love for this franchise and I'm very thrilled and glad to be on the dock as far as being part of the list of podcasts uh, partaking in Star Wars Podcast Day yet again. So, without further ado, as I was saying, we are going to be doing a Bad Batch Season 3 trailer breakdown. If you've never listened to one of my podcast episodes where I do a trailer breakdown, what I do is I'll play the clip that is meaningful to me, and then I'll share my takeaway from that clip. So, without further ado, let's get into it, baby. Alright, in this first bit of the trailer, it appears the Bad Batch crew is in the middle of a job and have found themselves in some trouble as Imperial troopers are attacking them cliffside while some, if not all, of the crew is on a juggernaut. This vehicle is most notably recognizable from Chapter 15 of The Mandalorian titled The Believer, where Din Djarin and Mayfeld are working to infiltrate an Imperial base to identify the location of Grogu. 
Fee Genoa, a character we met in Season 2 of The Bad Batch, suddenly arrives on a ship, saving the boys from being attacked by the Imperials and giving them enough time to get out of the Juggernaut before the road is gone. This is a very solid, fun action scene that is very formulaic, but guaranteed to play successfully. And I'm not saying formulaic as a criticism. It's just something we've seen in heist movies or shows several times, but it always plays well. I thought that the end of the war would mean an end to losing more of our brothers. But I was wrong. We can't just walk away. Not with the Empire imprisoning the kid. Here, a cruiser is approaching Coruscant. Captain Rex returns as he is talking to Hunter about the continued loss of clone troopers in this Imperial Age of the Galaxy. The trailer reminds everyone that Tech dies in Season 2 during this dialogue bit. I'm personally convinced Tech will be coming back in the season, but I will touch on that more later. Also in this clip, Omega walks by a very defeated and exhausted Crosshair as they are both imprisoned and being assessed on the planet Wayland, and more specifically inside a mountain called Mount Tantis. I'm extremely intrigued as to where this Mount Tantis storyline is going as I personally have deep connections with this place due to the famous Heir to the Empire trilogy written years ago by Timothy Zahn. Essentially, Mount Tantis was a place in that trilogy where Palpatine hid cloning projects. Clearly, that concept is held true here in the Bad Batch, but I want to know more. Secure her in a cell. Omega's been waiting for us a long time. Our mission. It's not over yet. Omega is clearly a highly coveted prisoner to the Imperials here on Mount Tantus as we see the villainous officer and scientist Dr. Hemlock return for another season. In this clip, we also see a shot of Hemlock's helping hand, Amiri Carr, who was revealed to be Omega's sister in Season 2. Therefore, she is also Boba Fett's sister. Don't forget about that familial connection going on. I really hope we get answers there, and I also hope that a Boba Fett appearance is imminent. It's also important to note that Hunter says Omega has been waiting for a long time to be saved, so there is clear indication that we are dealing with a significant time jump. Wherever our characters are at in the beginning of this upcoming season, it's safe to say that they will be well established in whatever lifestyle and motives they have been working on. There is nothing of greater importance to secure the future of this empire. Whatever is needed to accomplish this goal, you will have it. Palpatine returns. He delivers some chilling dialogue as it seems he is referencing the work on Tantus, which could ultimately be an explanation piece as to how he was able to so easily return in the sequel trilogy's The Rise of Skywalker. Again, this season is going to need to be clear and focused on answering such a massive piece of Star Wars lore as it needs to also answer the Omega questions. In this clip, we also see what appears to be a new assassin 
assassin working for the Empire. It is probably a popular fan theory that you may have heard of at this point, but I believe this to be a revived tech working for the enemy. I have a sneaking suspicion that we may see a scene of the Imperials that caused Tech to fall to his death come upon the body of Tech, and we see them take him in and revive him and almost program him similarly to how Echo was manipulated to work for the enemy. I could be wrong, obviously, and this could be a brand new character, but I'm hoping it's truly Tech. I say that, but I also would appreciate the severity of leaving Tech dead and see how that has damaged the hearts of our crew. Time will tell, but the character design of this guy or gal is exceptional. They are coming. Action shots transpire of Wrecker, the juggernaut in action. The clone who says they are coming for you, all of you, is given the name of CX-1 in the subtitles. We see a Republic Commando, the Marauder in flight, followed by glimpses of Fennec Shan, Cad Bane, and Nala Say, who I assume will all be given respectable character endings for this time period in the galaxy as it connects to Omega's overall story as well. We also get super quick looks at Captain Rex, Hunter, Echo, Omega, Mega piloting a ship, and even what appears to be Commander Wolf during this clip. Give us a real challenge. Everyone down! We're not big on following orders. It appears Wrecker's comedic confidence will still be a vital identity of this show in this final season. I spy an interesting cruiser flying in this portion that I'm not sure if I've ever seen before. This clip is also accompanied by more action shots of pitting troopers against the Bad Batch crew. I wasn't planning on killing you, but you're making it very tempting. More action featuring the Bad Batch crew, but let's talk about what's really important, or rather who is really important here, as the trailer comes to a close. Asajj Ventress is back. Now, Asajj Ventress being back has caused quite a stir online as debates and discussion have occurred with this trailer. Those of you that have read Dark Disciple, or those of you that haven't read Dark Disciple, which is me, I've never read this book, in that novel, which is canon, Asajj Ventress meets her end. She dies. And apparently, and again, I could be wrong, but from what I've heard, that Dark Disciple book is supposed to happen prior to this Bad Batch Season 3. So that's leading a lot of fans, and those really, really, really diehard novel fans to be kind of perplexed. Like, what are we doing? Why are we bringing Asajj Ventress back? Because I've heard only great things about Dark Disciple and about Asajj Ventress's character and the way that her character ends. I've only heard great things about that from that novel. So I can understand the concern with Asajj Ventress coming back. Now, on my end, since I've never read Dark Disciple, 
I'm certainly excited to see Asajj Ventress back in action because the last time we saw that happen was, of course, in Clone Wars animation. So it only makes sense to me as we're kind of coming to a close during this cloning era of the animation world for the Star Wars franchise that we kind of go back to that Asajj Ventress character. That only kind of clicks. That clicks with me. But again, I can kind of see both sides. However, after a kind of discussion online, we saw a quote released from Lucasfilm from one of the creators of The Bad Batch saying that they are well aware of the Dark Disciple ending and that they don't necessarily do anything to ruin that or to change that, which is very interesting, which leads me to be mind blown about potentially what they could do here again if dark disciple happens before the bad batch season three but yet asajj ventress is here there's like dark magic going on is it a flashback is it a clone is it one of those scenarios where kind of like in the heir to the empire trilogy you know you've got this cloning of of a force being going on maybe palpatine kind of came across asajj ventress and viewed her kind of in that way, but that would be way out there, but well, well, well anticipated and appreciated by me if they were to go that type of wild route. But anyway, there is my trailer breakdown of The Bad Batch Season 3. I personally really loved and dug this trailer. I really liked Season 1. I felt like Season 1 got off to a great start. I think I enjoyed season two even more with the ending of season two being really 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 good so I'm hoping that this one season three is focused is dialed in and takes every minute that they've got to explore these deep canonical issues at hand we've got cloning issues we've got Palpatine we've got Omega we've got Asajj Ventress Cad Bane Fennec Shan all of these big-time players and concepts are present, so I hope that this season is more so banger and less on the filler action, personally. But of course, it's animation. We're probably going to have a few filler episodes here and there, so I need to go ahead and set that expectation for myself. But I believe this trailer did its job. I am way more excited for this season as we head into it. It's only a couple weeks away at this point, so what you can expect from me here at Mando Talk is... I will release a podcast probably breaking down like a collection of episodes and kind of reviewing and reacting to a collection of episodes. Those of you that have been listening to Mando Talk for a while, I used to, prior to having a a son, I used to do a podcast episode every single week and I never missed it. But obviously now my priority lies with spending time with my family. So I am going to release podcast episodes as much as I can to cover this Bad Batch season i definitely still take the time to do it each and every single week when it's like live action material stuff that really 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 gets me going and the bad batch really gets me going don't get me wrong i'm a massive star wars fan but as you know it's it's different it's hard for me to commit to 15 or 16 weeks straight of covering a show versus like six episodes or eight episodes like the live action shows do so That's what you can expect moving forward. I'll probably group up like every three episodes, maybe maybe every three weeks then, kind of a podcast release or maybe every four. We'll see. I I say all that to, to say this. 
hit that subscribe button, hit the notification button, follow me on Twitter, at Mando Talk or X, whatever you call it these days. That way you are notified when a new episode drops, especially if you're vibing with what I'm doing here. If you're a massive Star Wars fan, I'm positive. I love it. I'm also one of those fans that will share criticism, though. I'm someone that's very even kill. I'm not extreme on either end. I'm just a massive Star Wars fan that wants Star Wars to be great and is always rooting for Star Wars to be great. So that's it. That's the celebratory Star Wars podcast day episode of Mando Talk. Thank you so much to Daniel for Star Wars Now This and Star Wars Now This is podcasting. Um, Thank you so much, Daniel, for getting this event going. And I appreciate everyone for listening so much. Do all of those pressing buttons, following things that I asked, and I'll see you on the next episode. And until then, as always, we have spoken.